Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Taste of Dragons, the Toddcast, video game podcast that all you cosplayers listen to. My name is Brian. I'm Joe. I'm Amanda. And I'm Troy. All right. And uh, yeah, speaking of cosplays, you guys see any good ones today? Oh yeah, uh, I saw um, a lovely Mario. Oh. You know, pretty awesome denim, I would say. Quality <laughs> denim. I saw a Dionysius today, which is just, I mean... Just classic. Everybody knows who that is. Right? Yeah, right. of course. Bacchus. Bacchus. Oh, Bacchus, yeah. 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 I'm pretty sure Dionysus was in one of the God of Wars. Maybe the third. Yeah, probably. Maybe the second. Yeah. Oh, it didn't occur to me that that was just a person in costume and not actually a cosplay. But I'm sure there's some <laughs> game that I haven't played that I is... I have and have. Right? Yeah. Right. It I still so. counts. It's fine. <laughs> it was a really pimp uh, a Zelda Link yes. tunic like mashup. It was really cool. I couldn't tell if she, if this person was Zelda with a Link tunic on and the two of the colors of Zelda or if it was a Princess Zelda disguised as a Link. But it was it was really good. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, it looked awesome. But it, I, I just yeah. don't know which one it was. It was a really pretty color, and she still had the shoulder armor, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then like she just just a perfect job of incorporating the two into one design. Oh yeah, nice, nice, nice. I guess it, it serves to tell everyone that we are currently at a convention. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that we would are. help. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, if they listened to last episode, they would know we're at Anime EY. Woo! That's right. This week. Uh, a awesome anime uh, convention that also uh, captures many other aspects beyond just anime, uh, including video games. That's like, true. Like, yeah. like what this uh, yeah. podcast is all about. That's right. That's right. Definitely. On today's episode, we will be talking about what we're playing, including Star Wars Fallen Order, Pokemon, and Minecraft. We'll then be moving over to the news. Hope you guys are ready for some new news. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll be moving over to our tasty topic, which will be about having too many games. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Sometimes we just too many you. games. It what are you going to do? And we'll close out with our Dragon of the Week, which will not be a person for the second time ever in podcast history. Ooh. That's right. Yeah, we'll be talking about the amazingness that is, you know, nerd conventions, nice. which we're at right now. Oh, my God. Yeah. <gasps> we so, are. Yay. Yeah. Let's get into our first topic. Brian, take it away. All right. Let's get into it then. Right on. What are you playing? So, uh, so let's see here, Joe. What have you been playing this week? Uh, I started playing Minecraft Earth. Ooh, yeah. Wait, isn't that a new release? Oh. New release. Wow. It is. It is. I I played it because Brian texted and told us it was available. <laughs> I was like, I well, I've been I've been meaning to try this whole Minecraft thing out, and I figured, you know what? No better way to play it than on my phone. It'll be available all the time. <laughs> this, let's do this. And then I proceeded to not understand anything, like anything, anything. You're crafting things, you're building things, there's build plates, there's leveling up, there's tapping on things, and the tapping on things is awesome. Have, yeah. Have none of us played Minecraft? Because it's the most popular video game in the Ever. world. I've played Minecraft, okay, yes. good. which is oh. the only reason why I knew kind of anything, because... Because right now, Minecraft uh, Earth is just in uh, early access. You so, saved our credibility. <laughs> I know. Uh, it's, its version is 0.7 right now. So it's not oh, even okay. in full release. So, you know, it's not really telling you much. There's no, like, tutorials, really. Um, like, it tells you how to do a couple of things. But everything else, you just kind of have to figure out for yourself. Um, and I was like, oh, this is kind of is still intuitive. But that's because I've played Minecraft. Right. Joe had never played Minecraft. <laughs> oh my goodness, guys! I had no idea. I, like, I was walking in and out of like the office, and then walking back. And I'm like, okay, so so what do you do with this part of it? <laughs> he's like, oh, I don't think that's available yet. I'm like, no, nah, it's totally available. Click on the menu. I just don't know what 
this does. It wasn't until like, a, I think it's almost been four or five days in that he explained to me where my inventory versus my crafting area was. Because I didn't <laughs> I understand same, her. My, yeah. my problems were I kept seeing the crafting numbers. So when you're crafting something, it tells you how many you can craft of that item, not how many of that oh, item you have. Oh, right. I don't think it's, I think it's a very simple thing that could have been explained at some point. Or If I had played Minecraft, I probably would have known. So yeah. wait a second. Bring us in on ground zero here. This is not just Minecraft. This is a phone location gps game like what is going okay. on i i don't know what this is what is this it's i'm gonna liken it to pokemon go okay uh, it's a real world game where wherever you walk <gasps> around in the real world there are items and things that you can tap on to collect to be able to build things you can also leave plates down for a certain amount of time invite your friends to build on this plate and take things from the plate what to get more crafting things real world you talk about i don't know <laughs> what is this I must be a new release oh. <laughs> wow um, i will say it seems to be uh it's not that it's I wouldn't say better or worse than because it's a lot like the Potter game. Same kind of concept. There's all these different places that have clearly been already created, like like cool pieces of art, that kind of stuff. But they don't name them any of those things. We haven't got a chance to do any of the adventure things, but there's these weird like shoots of light that are spitting out of things Ooh. that are like adventure zone type dealies. We don't know how to play them yet because every time we went to do it, it just didn't work. <laughs> so I'm hoping, you know, over the weekend at some point, one will pop up here and we'll be like, oh, it's adventure. Yeah, I, I don't know. What I've do. seen other people play them, and basically what it is is you plop down a, an adventure wherever you are, so it's all in VR. However, the adventures are you like battling skeletons. You oh, are fun. you are like digging down into the earth in order to like uh, collect resources, and there's some resources mm-hmm. you can only collect by doing by going on an adventure. Okay. And there's also some pe- puzzle elements to them as well. So I'm looking forward to doing that. It's just that whenever we try to do it, it's at night and there's not enough lights in order for us. And plus, I don't really want to be walking around at night. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the real world, right? I, I know. It's scary. If you don't want things to get real, find another game. <laughs> Legit. Yeah. That's, Legit. Legit. That's fair. Minecraft Extreme? What's it called? <laughs> Minecraft <laughs> Earth. Well, it's their fault. Um, <laughs> Minecraft Earth. I mean, if you're actually going to these places and uh, in real life, these usually like monuments or parks or whatnot you go to. Yes, but the things in the game aren't those things. It, always, it doesn't look that way yet to us. Yeah, right now okay. the adventures, I think they spawn in specific zones. I just don't know which ones they are yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. They just kind of pop up here and there. Uh, and then for the stuff that spawns, so like in Pokemon Go, you have Pokemon that pop up here yes. and there. In uh, this, you have uh, something will look like uh, a bunch of rocks or, or something like that. And when you tap on it, uh, you tap on it a bunch more times and you get uh, something from the earth. So you will get like stone, you'll get cobblestone, you'll get something that's that's Sand, ore. granite, yeah. you know. Something like that. And then they have like these grass things that you see. And if you tap on that, you get grass, you get dirt, Mm -hmm. you get something from the earth. And then they also have sheep and chickens you can tap on and piggies. And flowers. Oh my God. They've got tulips. It's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. So so what you tap on is what you have a possibility of getting. I know this is fun, but this sounds uh, just from face value so boring. It's like in Pokemon, you get like a Pikachu or you get like a Raichu or you get a Squirtle. In in Minecraft, we'll give you dirt or we'll give you sand. Or if you're really like... You'll get a rock. <laughs> Wait, is it a sweet rock? Ooh, sweet rock. I can't say that you're not wrong because for the first day, since I had no idea what I was doing, I was really unhappy playing this game. I was like, she why was. am I doing this instead of playing Pokemon Go? I much prefer Pokemon Go right now. But it's it's like that uh, Animal Crossing uh, camp game. Right. It's right. a lot like that game, only that doesn't have a real world if you walk around in real life aspect to it. But all the crafting, every, as soon as he explained one piece of the crap, I was like, oh, 
oh, I get a lot of this now. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot like a lot of games. But the Animal Crossing one, I, I love that game too. So the crafting is actually rather fun. I just don't know what I'm going to build yet. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just kind of like the real game as well. Like the real game, it, it gives you what you put into it. Yeah. And in, in actual Minecraft. So if you find building houses or digging into the ground boring, the game's boring. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas with this one, because there is also a, a collaborative building element to it as well, uh, that is where I think a lot of people are going to get their their enjoyment out of it because you you and your friend could both be on the same build plates and then like oh okay cool I'm gonna start building a house if you want to like start making the garden or you want to do something else and then you have a collaborative piece a piece of art mm-hmm. if you will um, that you can that you can share with other people as well mm-hmm. you you guys should build a dragon I'm not telling you what to do but once we get enough pieces yeah you got it <laughs> I'm gonna build Pokemon. Ooh. Ooh. A Pokemon oh. dragon? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> I'm gonna build just Pokemon dragons. Actually, I think that's all I'm gonna build. And then I'm gonna build how those dragons make moves. I'm gonna I'm gonna build dragon outrage. Ooh. And dragon claw. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do it. That that way when people are playing the game and they, they drive by my part of the game, it would still look like Pokemon Go. <laughs> Get a mess with their heads. They're gonna be like, what am I playing? Oh my god, Pokemon went plix oh, did you guys get I don't know if you guys played Pokemon Go when they went pixelated? No. It was awesome. They changed everything back to the sixteen bit versions of them and they were oh thirty two. Yeah. Thirty two bit. Uh eight bit for uh Was for, it full eight? Uh for I think the Game Boy, I think it was eight. The game was never in 8 bits. I don't know. Maybe it's 16. Yeah, I, I think know. it was 16 bit. Yeah, it was 16 bit. I think you're right. Yeah, but either uh, way, it looked great. I'm going to do uh, that. Wait, wait. Yeah. AJ, please fact check. To fact check what, us. How many yes. bits yes. that the original Pokemon game was in? Thank you. Thank, thank you, you, AJ. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I have to come to terms that these real world real world games are just not for me. I've tried the Wizard one. I've tried uh, Pokemon. They're fun at first, and it's not the real world aspect. I think it's just like the the current ios type game stuff i'm not good with energy crystals i'm not good with buying things in real life because oh, right. i will buy them like yeah. if it's like hey you have to do this thing and you only have three more minutes and you ran out of energy but if you pay money you'll get it i'll pay for it and then feel dumb oh yeah that, that is <laughs> i don't good... want to get caught in that in that trap oh of course and that is the good thing about this i don't know if it's going to continue once it goes to full release but there yeah. is no energy there's no there's actually no your limited storage it's, it seems okay. to be unlimited storage as of right now um you can craft whatever you want as long as you have it uh looks like the only things that they are monetizing is if you want like bigger uh bigger build plates. So if you want something bigger than like an eight by eight, you can buy a ten by ten. But even that you can get those crystals in the game mm-hmm. just by tapping on regular stuff. You don't have to do anything special. Okay. And I think uh, so far I've gotten like twenty per day. I don't know if there's more than that or not, but so far I've 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 gotten twenty per day. Sweet. Just by yeah. just by playing the game. So I think that's actually pretty great so far. Uh, I mean Microsoft is the one that owns it now, and I, and they I know they paid a bunch of money for it, but I think they've already gotten their money's worth from mm-hmm. just selling it already. So I think this is just like a hey, thanks for playing our game. Here's some here's some stuff, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I I do think the monetization is is really good for it. Cool. As of point seven right now, <laughs> build version. So yeah, all right. Well, uh, good game there, Joe. You're welcome. Yeah, and then. Uh, how about you, Troy? What have you been playing this week? All right, I got a hot new release. Ooh. Um, as of this recording last night, uh, EA came out with a game from a little-known franchise known as Star Wars. Oh, huh. maybe you've heard, heard of, of that. it. You, you might have. have. Yeah, oh, you guys are really on the indie scene here, aren't you? <laughs> I mean, I got Disney Plus. And I think there's a, a category for it somewhere. <laughs> one of them. Yeah, one of them. I don't know something like that. Right under Even Stevens. There's yeah, like yeah, some Star course. Wars thing yeah. going on. 
Uh, Star Wars The Fallen Order uh, came out today, or this weekend. Um, it is a third-person action-adventure game uh, created by the studio Respawn, who is uh, very famous for making games such as Titanfall and also Apex Legends. Correct. And is part of the original team that made Modern Warfare. Yeah. <laughs> so they know themselves some action. Yeah. Um, but they got the license to make a, uh, a Star Wars game, and I got to tell you, I jumped in last night, and I am hooked. I played maybe three or four hours, and just within that time, I care about the characters. I am into the the action, the the fighting involved, uh, and I am also genuinely interested in the, the where the story is going to, mm-hmm. to play out. Um, you play as Cal, uh, which is a former Jadwa, uh, Padawan okay. who um, escaped the Purge after the episode three of All the Jedi's. Yes, uh, escaped the Purge. And has been living low-key as a scrapper, trying to hide the fact that he's Force-sensitive until something goes on and he has to save his friend's life by using the Force. And everyone's like, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you do that? He's like, it's nothing. I don't know. Technology. Uh, so he's kind of outed and has to go on the run. And the opening sequence like, involves that and is so captivating as a tutorial that... Not only did I learn how to play the game, but it also sold me on wherever this character was going to go. Nice. One of the most amazing things about the time that I played is the way they handle the tutorial. Instead of giving you like, hey, press this button to do this, Mm -hmm. they put you in a scenario and let you figure it out. Oh, nice. Which is crazy. They never said, hey, press X to jump. They just put a uh, a gap and then you just jumped <laughs> you just figured out what you had to do or there was a vine or there was something to climb on you just naturally went i need to get over there i have a basic knowledge of games enough to think it may be this button and mm-hmm. for the most case it wasn't and if not you quit very quickly figured it out and that also helped you remember it for later because you figured it out yeah um it was just a really smart way to uh, to, to do a tutorial so that it wasn't uh, to just dictate it at you. It had a little more soul put into it or more nice. organicness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little um, more intuitive to, it was to intuitive. figure it out. Yeah. The action scenes were amazing. Just a high-speed train from the very get-go that, that, that led into a lightsaber on lightsaber fight. Like, they gave you <laughs> everything you wanted from the game within the first hour. From the tutorial to the credits to a high-speed action sequence to literally having a lightsaber fight before like credits really roll wow or the opening credits even the mundane things are really cool they do something that i really love um in the the good star wars films is they'll like take something super mundane and then bring it into that universe in a way that's just so natural but like just slightly different than how they are here Mm -hmm. like there's a train in the beginning there's like a star wars subway and it's just brilliant like the every moment that you're on it is just like oh it would be like that or like oh see like the different species that they put in all the subtle things are still there which makes it just like amazing with a set building yeah they are fleshing out the world in a really lovely way and a lot of money went into it you can see it with every single detail Uh that they have put in the background or things that are near you or by you um that is super impressive nice uh gameplay wise it looks like it's going to be an action adventure game that has uh hints of dark souls in it when it comes to the parrying system having to be very precise with your parrying and your strikes um, as well as I would say like a Metroidvania. You, I definitely got, got to some parts in the first world I went to where it's like, I can't get past this door because I don't have the right force power yet. Oh, I'll have to adventure in this game some more, get that power and come back to get through this door. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's going to be a little bit of that as well. But man, 
I'm in. I'm ready for that Star Wars itch. Like, come on, let's let's go. Uh, let's Wookie it up. Let's get my 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 uh my my pom pom my tom tom. Your, tom-tom. Your tom-tom. My tom-tom. Let me get my tom-tom on. I like your pom-pom. Let's go for it. <laughs> You're going to be a cheerleader for this now. I got pom-poms for tom-toms. Oh, yeah. Between this and Mandalorian, we're in a good Star Wars place right now. I'm we were, we were so happy. From what I heard, that this might also be EA's like last shot at Star Wars, that if this didn't work out, because wow. I mean, their contract is kind of almost up. I think they're seven years into their 10-year contract. And their last game, Battlefront 2, was a horrendous failure. Oh, yeah, that's what that's what started the entire, or not started, but like really blew up the entire loot box thing yeah. that was going yeah. on. So, so this really was like, this is kind of your last shot. Like, right. Because wow. you only have three years left on your on your contract. And if this doesn't do well, you're not really going to develop another another good game in like three years. I mean, you know I'm sure what? they got other stuff working on, but you know what, Brian? Yeah, it shows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the first hour of this game shows that they know how important this is. Okay, good. And it is it is that good. It oh, feels nice. like Uncharted, but plays and plays like Uncharted with a lightsaber. I mean, hey, that's good. That's a good pitch. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, this bleeds into some other EA things because I feel like Bioware is also on their last leg. Of oh being yeah. Like, if the next game you make isn't good, so hopefully this is evidence that uh, that EA instead of being like pressured to do something well and then you know falling flat, mm-hmm. um, I feel like if this is evidence of how they're going to do things moving forward, I'm I'm all on board because this is great so far. Yeah. Good. 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 Um. I, so one of the things I know we had problems with, or at least I had problems with. For the for the trailer for this game mm-hmm. was that the lightsaber doesn't seem to be cutting through people or th- cutting through things does it cut through people or does it does it does it show anything like that you get a couple of attacks okay. uh if you have a light attack then it will injure somebody maybe it'll it'll like get their armor or maybe it'll hit their their weapon if they have it okay but your heavy attack cleaves oh yeah mother mm. <laughs> in half <laughs> like decapitation right down the middle nice. you see them smoldering like peeling apart from each other like if it's uh not just humans but like uh, a beast that you mm-hmm. may run into mm-hmm. there's a heavy attack that just cleaves them nice. smoldering um so no not it's not like an actual lightsaber where like you touch it and your arm falls off yeah uh but i also don't know if that would make for great gameplay if that was the case yeah um so yeah there are certain attacks that will do that and other ones won't okay but they do have a dedicated block button so you can just hold that down and anything that's coming at you you'll just deflect like and you feel amazing even though you're just holding down one button <laughs> that's something cool uh, that, I, fun. that i didn't expect is that you're not someone who just discovered they were a jedi mm. so they they um you start with a certain set of skills which makes the game really organic and they do it in a really uh, really um like a natural way is mm-hmm. that you just start and like you can do blocks and it's, stuff, but they build it into the stories. Like so you didn't smart. just learn this. You're not a savant all of a sudden. Cause you're a Jedi whose training was cut short because of a, a genocide. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't finish your training. So it would make sense of video game wise that you don't have, you're not a master. Yeah. So it gives you a chance to learn more things or to remember things from your training when you were a kid that you forgot about. Uh, so it's set up for a video game really well. I can't wait to find out what happens next. It's literally like a blockbuster just given to you in, in game form. Um, and it, it, yeah, I, I'm on board. Yeah, I'm on board. That's all I've ever wanted from a Star Wars game. Like if I didn't have like a thousand other games I, I wanted to play, uh, I would absolutely pick this up. But I, I'm going to wait a little while, see mm-hmm. if I can get it on sale somewhere. Sure, and sure, then sure. Probably pick it up next year. All right. All right. 
definitely before Final Fantasy VII Remake because that's going to absorb <laughs> my entirety of my life forever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, good game there, Troy. How about you, Amanda? What have you been playing? Uh, this week I've been playing Pokemon Sword, another <gasps> New, new release. release. <laughs> it's been a crazy week, um, <laughs> and it's it's been really it's been really great so far. I have to say, the most um, striking thing is the graphics. Is just the set pieces that they put you in are gorgeous. I feel like the people in the Pokemon look nice, but they look very much like the last few that I've played. But the set pieces, oh oh, Chocodiles, are they nice? <laughs> uh, I I really liked in the opening uh, when you're running towards the, the one guy's house, and the background is the city. And and it's actually moving yeah. how you're moving. And then when you get closer to it, everything rolls. I like as wow. it's really beautiful. Like they did wow. a great job, I agree. Uh, the the characters are really nice. I think the character design is interesting. It's very striking. Everyone's very unique, which is very Pokemon. Um, and uh, like I'm I'm really on board. I uh, I think one of the things that's that, that struck me the most is uh, the story isn't the same. You don't wake up and immediately go to a Pokemon professor who hands you a Pokemon because they <laughs> they want you to study Pokemon because apparently their scheme for gathering information is to hire nine year olds. Uh, it's a good scheme. They, they don't know how to say no. I mean, <laughs> just like go out and gather data because I trust data gathered by a nine year old. Um, no, it's different, and just the fact that it's different, I think, is just so um, engaging for me to be like, oh, this something actually not the same so yeah it's, uh, it's refreshing as well yes yeah. absolutely absolutely um and and um i'm not very far i only got to pay it, play it for a few hours because we are at a convention and uh we are engaging in real life stuff but um uh, <laughs> and not the minecraft real world nah, like the real, real world the real yeah. world uh, the real real world Welcome to real world. <laughs> um, but they have some cool stuff. The way you catch Pokemon is a little different. It's kind of a bit of everything. So um, you, when you're in the tall grass, you can hit random um, like exclamation points that pop up of your head, like the classic Pokemon. Or there's some Pokemon that you can see and you catch different types of Pokemon in different areas. Um, and uh, I think everyone, everything else that I've seen so far is pretty much the same. You can buy clothes. You can buy berries. You can buy equipment. Um, but I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, the new Pokemon designs. I've seen a few that are adorable. I picked Scorbunny because Scorbunny's the best. What? Um, <laughs> lies. I, I got a chipmunk looking thing. I got a fox looking thing. Um, Which obviously aren't as good because you don't know their names. Oh, no, I, I am not. I. It's a Squovet, <laughs> I think, is the, the, the cute chipmunk. The chipmunk guy, I think like so. Like a Squovent. I really wanted to catch one when I saw it yesterday, but I didn't have any Pokeballs yet. So I just murdered it. <laughs> it's you one made, or the other. You made it faint. It's fainted. We know what that no means. One does. We do. Yeah. It's, it's like when Batman punches somebody with their car. <laughs> they, just got, <laughs> they just got real sleepy all of a sudden. Yeah. I don't kill people. I just drop them off of buildings. <laughs> and they go to sleep. Nap time. Sometimes forever. I don't know. <laughs> Not up, their mom. That's up to them. That's yeah. on them. I, I was a little disappointed because I heard before the game came out there that you could skip the tutorials. And mm -hmm. I was like, I'm very excited for this. I've played too many Pokemon games to sit through another tutorial. And you can skip some of the tutorials, but there's still a lot of tutorial that is just like, go run over here. And this is how you run. And it was just like, what's the point of skipping like the Pokemon <laughs> tutorial? If you're going to teach me how to run. Yeah. <laughs> the opposite of Star Wars. <laughs> gotcha. <Yeah. laughs> that is, that is actually really funny. Like really, you don't think a 10 year old knows how to run. Right. 
right? <laughs> That's all they do. Uh, uh, but I'm, I'm, I haven't played very much of the game, but I hope to talk about it a little more next week when I've gotten like time to like really jump into it. I have a question for you. Sure. Uh, since uh, the new Pokemon takes place in the Galar region, Galar. region? Galar. in the Galar region, which is a faux London, have you been like playing everyone's voices in your head with an English accent? I have not, but oh. I have encountered some uh, some some UK slang, which has been interesting because like I read it and I was right? like, did they misspell that? And then I was like, oh no, that's something we don't use. So you'd have to like, I'd have to read it twice. Read it once and be like, <laughs> and then read it the second time and be like, oh no, I get it. Like I, I've never heard that word before in that context, but you get enough that you can piece it together. I have full on turned on in my brain bad uh, British, like Dick Van Dyke, Mary Poppins accent. Everyone's just like, "Hello, Governor. Hello, Pokemon." <laughs> is your Pokeballs? Yeah, yeah. That's everyone in the game. It's just Dick Van Dyke from Mary Poppins in the game. Even my mom sounds like it in my head. It's been fantastic. Even the Pokemon sound like that. Grokey. <laughs> Pikachu. <laughs> I initially thought you meant your real life mom. And I was like, that's amazing. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wait, no, we're still talking about the game. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> so, so you said you, you chose Score Bunny. I did um, choose Score Bunny. And then uh, what did you choose? Oh, I'm team Grookey, grass type all the way. He's the monkey with a stick. I mean, he has a weapon. What are you doing? You don't have a weapon. I got fire. I don't need a weapon. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I have, I have uh, you know, uh, leaves. And a weapon. I have two weapons. I'm just saying that I've seen that Pokemon element circle, and in this argument, I win. <laughs> All right, well, whatever. That, that stick is now on fire, and that leaf well, is kindling. <laughs> we'll see if I come to your aid when Sobble comes after you. Sobble's not going after anybody. Sobble's totally cool. I chose Sobble. Oh, come on. And he's just, he makes me so happy because he's sad. I don't know what it is. Like, he, his little sad face, like, you're so cute. I'm so sad that you're sad, but I'm not because you're. Your smiley little sad face is great. I feel like when Sobble attacks, it's always a surprise to him. How'd that happen? Was that me? You, you oh. wanted me to do what? <laughs> I have a question. Um, so in the game, when you choose your Pokemon, what did you guys, uh, the, the rival essentially in the game, what did they choose as theirs? They always choose the weaker element. Yeah. So I chose Fire, he chose Grookey. Okay. And you chose Sobble. Same with me. Okay, cool. Mine chose Score Bunny, so yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, cool. That's interesting. Did you get yeah. the fist bump when you chose? Yes, I yes. love stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I think I had asked you guys earlier, but uh, uh, in the beginning, when you walk into your own room and there's a switch sitting next to your TV, it has the controllers that you're using as the colors. Mine were green because I have the two green controllers. Like in the game. In the game, yeah. If you walk over to your TV and there's a switch right next to it, it'll be like, oh, there's a console, a, a, a you know, a video game console on the desk, you know, and you're like, oh, that's kind of neat. And if you walk away from it and you look at the controller colors, it's the colors of your controller that you're using. Because like I looked at that today when I, when I started the game and I saw one controller was red and the other one was gray and I was like, weird choice, Nintendo. Why is the other one not blue? <laughs> or they're both gray. And I was like, okay, whatever. I guess they just didn't want to put in those colors colors to only find out that I'm the one who has <laughs> one rogue red uh, Joy-Con and the other one's gray because one of them died. Take that, Nintendo, for making bad Joy-Cons, some of them. <laughs> and so I just, I use one half of the new ones I bought. And so I'm the one who has a lopsided <laughs> Nintendo Switch controller. I, 
I feel like I'm the one who got the raw end of the deal here because I have the red and the blue. So when I saw it, I just assumed it was like the generic. Uh, I'll have to. I wonder if I change them and go back in, if it'll be different. It'll be fun oh, to like I might switch do them that. up. Yeah, I might do see. it. Wow. I, I, I would have never noticed had I not been two green ones. And I'm like, that's really odd. I wonder why like they're both green. Like, I mean, because I played what with two green ones. That's really cool if it does actually. You just do look that. down, right, left. So. Oh my God. <laughs> that's a really cool little detail. It is. It was. It really this was. Is, this is a good excuse for me to buy the the purple and orange <gasps> one that are gorgeous. Yes. They are. Nice. Just a test. For, te- for science. For, for science. science. For science. For science. Of course. Uh, I have yet to start the game. I own it. <laughs> I have yet well, to start it. So Who will be your starter? Uh, it depends on what... Uh, the con people decide for me. That's right. Tomorrow we are tasting it to the streets. Or taking it to the streets. That's right. Tasting it to the streets. Uh, tasting it to, to the, the streets. We're going to have the audience decide who Brian's uh, starter Pokemon will be. That is correct. Take a little poll. That'll be fun. It w- Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have an inkling of who you hope it will be? Um, I, it really doesn't matter to me. They okay. all are pretty darn awesome. Wow. Um, so I was initially leading towards Grokey. Okay. So uh, because because I. I am I'm I'm usually a leaf person. Okay. I'm a that type of a Konoha. Yes, that type of thing. <laughs> cool. Uh, but then I was looking at the other ones. Like the other ones are not bad either. Right. So I, it doesn't matter to me. I am happy with any of them. Okay. Okay. We'll see. We'll yeah. see what happens. We'll see where it goes. We'll update you guys next week. On right on. What was chosen for me, and whether or not I'm having fun with them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, good game there, Amanda. And that just leaves me. Uh, hey, you? Yeah, that is me. Uh, <laughs> I've just been uh, stranded over uh, there. Just stranded. On your own. I mean, uh, I feel like death. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not until the last day of the con when you've gotten that like con funk in. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. Everyone's been just breathing the same air. <laughs> oh man, it's it's been. I've had a rough week. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've been uh, playing through Death Stranding. I, I've been playing through a, a couple more hours. I think I've probably at least doubled my playtime as of last week. Nice. And yeah, I've I've gotten like across the across the lake. I've been finding some vehicles. You know, a lot of other things have been going on there. It's just like, huh? I still don't know if this is real or not. <laughs> like, like it's still a person telling me. I can't believe you. <laughs> so so game wise, how how is FedEx the game working for you? FedEx the game. What is, are you liking about it? I'm I'm enjoying just the mundaneness uh, mm-hmm. combined with the oh crap oh crap oh crap <laughs> because like I want to play this game to like kind of relax yeah but then uh, you have the monsters in the game that just like there's there's areas where they are supposed to be right. and so you get to like kind of walk through them yeah and so but if it's your first time through you don't know where those areas are right so you just have to kind of have to walk through it and then you're like your little blinking thing yeah, next to you like robot sensor yeah it's robot just like ghost sensor also it just starts going haywire it's like oh man i just wanted to deliver this <laughs> no. i just wanted to like like relax man <laughs> I, I gotta say the the kind of uh the the ghosts that are kind of in this game that hinder you they started off for me being like really intimidating the way they kind of creep around and show up mm-hmm. and like i really don't want to touch them because they do horrible things to you and drag you through the mud and all that stuff 
And at this point now, I'm just like rolling my eyes when they show up. They're just like that. They're like that person that showed up at the party and you're just like, dude, last time you were here, you got super drunk and ended up <laughs> swimming out of a bathroom. Like you we dragged just, me with you. you. And you dragged me in there with you. I didn't want to go. And now you're just you came back. And I just they're, they're not like a, they're not scary anymore to me because you run into them so mm-hmm. often. And there's also ways to get by them. Yeah. Um, that I just kind of roll my eyes. I'm like, well, I guess. This was going to take three minutes, but now it'll take 15 minutes to yep. get to point B. How many okay. T- how many times must I teach you this lesson, old man? Because <laughs> that's, that's what it is for me. Like, I'm just walking through an area and then, you know, I get like the little thing going like, ah, oh. <laughs> like, yeah, like you said, like, man, this is just going to take me extra time. I just want to yeah. get to this place. <laughs> so, so I think that's my biggest like grief with the game is, is I am enjoying the serene moments mm-hmm. of the simplicity of your job is to get from point A to point B. How you do that, it's up to you. Take a ladder, take a friend's ladder, take whatever you got to do, pack pack all these things on your back, try to balance it. That's fun. Mm-hmm. All of that is good, except for when these things show up and it just makes it longer and is not necessarily for me that engaging to get through. It's pretty simplistic. It just takes time to get through them. And yeah. that's just kind of a slog for me, that 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 portion. Uh, agreed. Like, I would love to, like, play Destiny for a little bit, get a little bit hyped up. Yeah. And then be like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm ready to wind down. Let me break out some Death Stranding and mm-hmm. then just deliver some packages. Isn't yeah. that nice? You know? Doesn't that sound like fun? It just And then <laughs> it's just like, oh, now I got things grabbing at me. <sighs> yeah. Okay, I'm going to hit the I'm gonna hit the square so that way I can shake free. I shook free. Why are you grabbing me? <laughs> and then go. it's just, oh, God. Now I have to do this thing that's even longer. <laughs> You're so handsy. Yeah. It really makes you empathize with the character, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh. like, oh. Because <laughs> that's what your character is as well, because your character can't die. Yeah. That's He's uh, what they call a repatriate. So you're just going to come back. So it really is, even for you as a character, it's just like, man... Now I gotta. Yeah. It's just wasting your time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but the aspects of the game that are really enjoyable is the community aspect for me. Yeah. The, the fact when I first went into that world, it was just rivers and streams and a couple mountains, and you get across it. When I log into the world now, there's bridges being made, there's post boxes, there's generators to help refuel my bike, and they're all being made by other people playing the game. And what's happening is the landscape is changing. Yeah. And I think that's what's kind of remarkable about about what Hideo Kojima did is he made like. 75% of a game mm-hmm. and then left the other 25% up to the players to fill it in Yeah, in a unique way that sounds great. I'm rebuilding a bridge right now. <laughs> like, you're just doing like public service work. I'm just <laughs> donating to a highway Yeah, like to just be made to make it easier for other people to get through this land. And I think that's awesome. What if all of this is just a subtle way to tell people that they should pay taxes? You should pay taxes for the U.S. Postal Service, for mailboxes, for bridges, for roads. If you if you help if you help yourself help others, you're helping everyone. Right? Right? I will sign up for this propaganda. That's right. Let's go. I have a question. So yes. uh, you both have a bike in the game, yes, right? Yes, correct. How often do you guys run into people that take your stuff? Because I watched that happen to Brian the other day, and I was like, oh, that's not good. Uh, It seems so. Since I am still early enough in the game, I haven't encountered them too much. They seem to be kind of, they are kind of roaming, but even then they kind of have a base. So if you Mm -hmm. want to engage them, you can. And then outside of that, it's like it's negligible. Yeah, when you when you encounter and them, the way the game is set up is the first time you encounter them, they're kind of annoying. They can just like take your stuff. They're they're pretty much like UPS. If you're like the government postal service, they're like UPS, being like, "Give me your packages," and they'll mug you for it. But as the game goes on, they give you ways to deal with them. You can time up with Bolo. You can uh, restrain them. You could use some strategies. They're only interested in your packages, so I would leave my my packages outside their camp. Go in, take them all down, 
and without them caring about me and then go back and get my packages. So it becomes the same thing as the ghost situation where it's just like, oh, this is just wasting my time a little more. It's a little more fun than that because I think they were a little more dynamic. Yeah, it's more engaging. More engaging. Yeah. Uh, but you get the tools to deal with them, so they're not really a problem. Correct. That makes um, sense. Cool. You can also steal their stuff, which yeah. is what I do <laughs> I like about that. Them. Yeah, oh, they were fun. trying to mug me. Instead, I mugged them and then stole their truck to drive all their stuff out of there. <laughs> it's not mugging; it's self-defense. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah self-defense. So, yeah. It's only yeah. self-defense if they attack you first. <laughs> they shouldn't have put that base there if they didn't want me to steal their. Wait, am I the bad guy? <laughs> Always. <laughs> and when it comes to video games, you are most likely the bad guy. Yeah, and, and and what I got out of or what I'm getting out of this game is exactly what I wanted out of this game because I got this day one. Yeah. To be engrossed in it, right. to be like, all right, I'm I'm in this with everybody else. I didn't realize how literal that would be. <laughs> Until I started playing it because, you know, you start playing it and like that day one, you know, you see all the people's stuff, but it's all like level one stuff. It's yeah. all yeah. basic. And then like as I was playing it, like I was like, all right, I can't play it for like the next couple of days. That's fine. Then I came on like two or three days later and there's all these bridges. And I'm yeah. like, oh, wow. Like people are actually building. It's not just like regular old bridges. These bridges are like playing music. Yeah. They're entertaining it's, me. <laughs> it's a multiplayer game in disguise. Yeah. And I think that's really brilliant. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's 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 um, I, like I said, I got everything I wanted this game. Yeah. It's awesome. I'm having a good time. Exactly. So. All right. Well, uh, yeah, that's uh, that'll do it for our games of the week. Good job. Do 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 do. What are you playing? <laughs> I knew we were forgetting something. There's something. <laughs> All right. Well, that brings us now to our news segments. News, 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 news. Uh, so since we've been preparing for this convention and. And I'm having a death week of, <laughs> of, of no time. Um, not that much news seemed to be, at least to me, came out this week. So, so let's, you know, just briefly go over a couple of things. Uh, there's been some new Pokemon Go bosses, right, Joe? Why, yes, there have. I got to play Sierra last week and I got to play Cliff this week. I got uh, I kind of understand the Pokemon Radar thing, the, or sorry, the Team Rocket Radar things a lot better. It's pretty fun. Uh, you find Shadow Stops, you do six of them, Grunts will drop some six pieces of components, and then it will build a Team Rocket Radar, which is kind of cool, because then you can click on it, and it will tell you if there's any Team Rocket uh, Shadow Stops in your area. So as soon as you find one, one of the main bosses will be there. You don't technically need to use the radar to find those. If you happen to be looking on the map, and it looks like a Shadow Stop somewhere, if you get near it, the boss pops up. <laughs> they are way harder than the regular Grunts. Uh, I probably did the boss with the Cliff one like four times before I decided... All right, fine. I'm going to actually use things that counter stuff. Um, I have my main team that I use all the time for all the shadow stops, but I kind of had to do it the way you're supposed to do it. Yeah. I was like, all right, I got to remember what counters stupid T-Tars and stupid Snorlax. <laughs> so it was, it was really fun, though. And once it's beaten, you're like, yeah, I did that. So it was pretty fun. Which is nice because you're level 40, which is the highest level you can be in the game. Mm -hmm. And so it's nice to actually have a challenge. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because the grunts were never really that big of a challenge. The the Snorlax grunts, whichever ones had those ones, were the only ones that gave anybody trouble. And even then, it would still... So if you attrition, you, yeah, yeah. it was yeah. literally like, oh, all right, then I just won't keep tapping that. I'll I'll do this differently next time. Yeah. Still use the same team. Not going to change anything out, but it's really fun. <laughs> yeah, I, I like the whole shadow stop Pokemon like Team Rocket kind of taking over. And I heard uh, earlier in the week somebody actually beat Di Giovanni already. Oh, nice. so there's four, there's three regular, and then Giovanni, I think. From yeah, I, I think that's yeah, because you have a quest now, and that's the right. very last uh, thing of the quest. So 
All right, cool, cool. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Nice. Uh, and then also um, Sonic, the movie, the trailer. Uh, earlier this year, there was a little bit of a controversy with it. Little, I think I think some people just weren't happy with it. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you clearly don't have eyes. No, I don't. <laughs> because So I first saw it, and I was like, it's not that bad. Like, you know, it's bad, but it's not that bad. But then they released the new trailer because they went back to the drawing board, and they, they fixed it. And so they released a new trailer with that. Uh, this week mm-hmm. and so I saw a side by side and now it's just like oh god what was I seeing before because <laughs> before like I said earlier year I was like eh whatever it's just a bad design it's fine but seeing them both together it's like seeing that one like that dead fox puppet that people post okay and next to like a real fox <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know I guess do, I guess do, do I have sonic blindness because like I don't know for me it was like is it blue Okay, like that's that's all I needed for it to be Sonic. Like mm-hmm. he looked weird, but Sonic looks weird. Yeah, that is a weird looking guy already. I I don't know. Maybe because I didn't grow up with uh, with Sonic, I wasn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a Sega. I, I didn't have anything to ground me into the Sonic universe. Have you seen a new side by side yet? Yeah, I watched. Okay, I saw it all. I saw it all. And like I, I think it looks good. Yeah, like, I, 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 it looks more a little more cartoony. Mm-hmm. I just I don't know. For me. I guess I'm just not precious with with the the, the look of Sonic. <laughs> yeah, good personally, on the, good on the studio though to receive yeah. feedback and then to elegantly take that feedback and to make positive changes and then to move forward in a way that's just like, hey, you know, we heard you and then we made changes and we're just going to keep, mm-hmm. you know, keep that, going on. Th- that is remarkable. The fact that they're making a movie for the fans and then the fans, you know, Spoke. let their voice be heard, <laughs> and instead of being like, hey, whatever, I'm going to do it anyway. They lost millions of dollars by not coming out when they were supposed to, mm-hmm. and then more to remake it in the hope that not only will they do right by the fans, but also they will actually gain more people to come and see it. Like mm-hmm. they sold, like my ticket is sold because of the extra work they've put in to uh, redesign Sonic. Whether I think it looks different or not doesn't matter, but the mm-hmm. fact that, that, that they went there, I really appreciate that. They Agreed. definitely have a story to go with a movie now that I think will engage people and get them to buy tickets. Agreed. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of it also had to do with the... like Because I, I did grow up with Sonic. I really like him. Mm-hmm. I For me, it's literally, as long as he grabs a chili dog at some point, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> like, I loved those games, but every Sonic in each one of those games was, you know, even though it was the same character, it was like, they were doing lots of weird different stuff in all those yeah. games. It's mm-hmm. not like every yeah. game was the exact same game as the one before it. Yeah. So I feel like he already changed a lot just through the mm-hmm. games alone. Oh, and yeah. when he became 3D, it was like, this is the coolest song ever, <laughs> along with their really cool Sonic game. Yeah. <laughs> so I, for me, I think I, I felt the way you guys kind of did to begin with, where I didn't really see what the problem was until somebody memed it and they did like a, hey, how much easier would it have been to do this? And they did a really basic, like they pulled the nose, like literally like pinch tool in Photoshop, grab the nose and then cover the mouth a little bit so you can't yeah. see the teeth. And it was like, oh. And this is back. I I couldn't believe the difference. But I I think now, I think it looks great. Yeah. I'm completely with you guys. I want to support it because they absolutely seem like they're doing right by the fans. Mm -hmm. Also, the thing I I really liked about the new trailer is that it was actually about Sonic. Yes. Versus the first one, which was about Jim Carrey, which I'm not against. No. I I love that Jim Carrey. But it was nice to actually be like, oh, this this is a Sonic movie. Yeah. (laughs) And I think they did that because the first one sold me on it because of Jim Carrey. I was like, well, Jim Carrey is definitely Dr. Robotnik. I am down with this. And then this one was just like, oh, well, now that's Sonic. I am absolutely in on this. It's the opposite for me. I saw Jim Carrey. I was like, I'm out. Yeah. I'm not about this life. That's not Dr. Robotnik. (laughs) Okay. They'll do another redesign to just make his mustache a little thicker, Mm -hmm. fill him out a little bit. I think they do visibly show him in the egg at uh, the dr robotnik 
yes. outfit. Yeah, they do. It looks yeah. really cool. It does. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, and one of the ways that they they did fix it was because they brought in somebody who worked on the comics. Oh, nice! So- Sonic comics have been going on for a really long right, time. Right, right. They they brought in somebody who's done a lot of the covers and has done a lot of extensive work on on Sonic in the comics. They brought him in. They actually specifically set out for him, and they brought him in. And he's the one that did all the redesign, and he's the one that gave the pointers to all the all the all the designers and all all the people that were on the production. I was like, this is what you could do and what you should do because this is what people love mm-hmm. and he did great I, I think it looks great awesome so, good on them good on them yeah indeed yes he should be a dragon hey Ooh. maybe it's game related <laughs> ish <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then speaking of you know video game uh, movies and TVs uh, The Witcher has already been approved for a season two I mean, did you see Henry Cavill in a bathtub? Of course it's yeah. going to be. <laughs> he's the Fear man not. from Uncle, okay? Yeah, yeah. He's going to be the man from two more seasons of The Witcher yeah. before the first one even comes out. I cannot tell you how many tweets I saw, which were a side-by-side comparison between him in a bathtub to a video game Geralt in a bathtub. And I was just like, really? Really? This is where we are, internet? And then I was like, why am I surprised? This is my fault. <laughs> also, this is the internet. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Henry Cavill without a shirt on. That's all people want. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that that'll that'll be The Witcher. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. No? I'm excited. I think it'll be fun. Yeah, same. And I, I do like how that shows. Like, hey, invest your time in season one because there will be a season two. Right. Yeah. This yeah. is a nice little vote of confidence. Yeah. Instead of like watching something, and be like, all right, it's canceled. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, that's always a bummer. Yeah. And then uh, we have some Dragon Age news, right there, Amanda? We do a bit, and this is this is kind of a rumor, but I'm such a big Dragon Age fan that I felt like we should mention it. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dragon Age. Uh, uh, December fourth is Dragon Age Day, and they're they're holding a party uh, with EA to like celebrate. I think it's ten years. Yes, 15, ten years. Ten years. Ten years uh, of Dragon Age, um, and there's rumors that they're going to be doing some announcements. I mean, Dragon Age Four has already been announced, but maybe we'll get to see a snippet of some concept art or something cool. They definitely won't have gameplay. Um, they said that the game probably isn't going to come out until 2022, uh, but maybe we'll get to see a new trailer or some more information or some hints about some Dreadwolf. Uh, but it should be fun. <laughs> yeah, anything. Dragon Age, you are down for. Yes, <laughs> just, just give me one more word that Sola says. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe they'll tell you what's after the colon in this movie. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh right, yeah. Dragon Age Four colon, and then just Whatever one word. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they take that picture that they showed us last time and they just extend it a little bit. <laughs> they get like two more inches on either side. I think they're just going to do that uh, the bendy in the time machine thing where they just keep sending one oh, more letter out. Oh God, <laughs> no! I can't take that again. Except by except for day by day, it's year by year. Oh, <laughs> uh, and then uh, the last bit of news: uh, we got what Days Gone. They got a motorcycle DLC, right, Troy? Uh, so because Death Stranding came out, uh, Days Gone is paying a little bit of a homage to the uh, to the new release of Death Stranding. Uh, Days Gone, the zombie post-apocalyptic open-world game, uh, and they tricked out the main uh, character's motorcycle to be Death Stranding uh, themed. Meaning, they put a little baby in a, <laughs> in, in, a, in, a in a bottle on it, uh, and as, as as well as some de- sweet decals to just uh, tie it into the universe. Uh, and that's cool if you're still playing Days Gone and you're into babies on your motorcycle. This is the DLC content for you. Are, oh, yeah. are they decals or are they deek? Cows. Ooh, for Deacon St. John. Ah, ah. Nice. That's, <laughs> done there, man. That's the main character of Days Gone. 
And, and is the DLC free? Uh, I don't know, actually. Um, since I've already played the game, uh, since I've already played the game, I, I, I saw that and I was like, oh, I'm not going back in that world yeah. <laughs> just for that. So yeah. I, I didn't I didn't look up more. Nice, nice. All right, and then, uh, I mean, speaking of, you know, Death Stranding and stuff like that, uh, somebody released, what was it, a little, a little goose that had, <laughs> that was like Sam from Death Stranding with all the, all, all the, the stuff packages. on his back. <laughs> <laughs> it looks pretty close to the Sam that I have, actually. Yeah. <laughs> My Sam waddles. Yeah. <laughs> so, a lot uh, of packages. A lot of packages. Can't move very fast. A lot of waddling. Yeah. Nice. All right, and that'll do it for our news segments. You know, Brian, we're yeah. at a convention this this uh, this week. We're working hard, and you know what? After working a long day, you know, setting up at a convention, getting mm-hmm. ready for a big show this weekend, yeah. I uh, forgot to eat. Oh, that ha- I hate I when know. that happens. But you know what I hated more, or that I loved more? I went to a whiskey tasting panel <laughs> on an empty stomach and got a little slosh. <laughs> and I was there sitting. I'm like, what am I going to eat? And I, I I decided that we had to go somewhere to eat something, but I couldn't think of what meal or what I would what I would have that would be satisfying that would kind of soak up that alcohol mm-hmm. i don't know something that's zesty i could probably get it at a diner but i just don't know what what i would eat to to, to, to do to really fix myself well i mean you said a diner so i mean yeah. maybe like an omelet okay omelet maybe but uh, what kind of omelet is it like a bland omelet oh, i mean nobody wants a bland omelet well you, you didn't specify well, so you know I mean, fair and it could it's any old diner i mean it could be it could be i want something that's got a little more zest a little more smack but i can't think of the word to describe mm, it like like tender like a tender talking close <laughs> kind of <laughs> like a tender talking but not quite that, that mm. is close i can't think of the word I like that's right joe Anything? I think it sounds like it should be tasty. <gasps> yes, Ooh. I want something tasty, Ooh. but but not an omelet, tasty. something else. Yeah. I'm trying not to cut back on the eggs. A, a tasty, um, maybe something off the 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 top of the menu, like a like a topic, <gasps> like oh. a tasty topic. Slurp. That's right. This is our tasty topic uh, portion, and that was our tasty topic intro. <laughs> uh, this is our chance to take a to take a topic from gaming and dive a little deeper into it. Something personal or something that's happening uh, pop culture wise within the in the games industry. That is correct. And uh, this week's tasty topic is uh, is brought to you by Troy. That's right. So check it out, audience. We are here. Uh, this week we have big new releases. We have Pokemon Sword and Shield coming out. We have Star Wars: The Fallen Order. You all are going deep on that Minecraft Earth. Last week was Death Stranding. You know what? There's a lot of things to play right now, but what we don't have is a lot of time. That is correct, sir. <laughs> so the question is, how do you deal with a overload? Uh, video games. Imagine that you are Sam from Death Stranding <laughs> and every package is a new video game on your back. How are you dealing with uh, the queue, so to speak? I mean, it depends on if I'm like leaning right. I just have to hit L2 and then I just lean back to the left. You know, hold like, on yeah. to it. Make hold sure you're not it. near any water. Of course. Flipping. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, what do you do, Troy? Um, so usually I play one game at a time. Okay. My, my normal thing is like, hey... If Death Stranding is coming out, I'm going to sit and play that game and finish it, and then before moving on to a new game. Okay. That changed with heavier games. Some games I don't want to play a lot of, and, not, not, and I don't mean that in a bad way. Sometimes the, the material may be a little bit heavy. 
um death stranding can be like that um but if it was like a what edith finch or or one of those games that are a little heavier Mm -hmm. i want to play that for a couple hours and then put it away and think about it or something i don't want to mainline it so i started having a thing where i would play like two games at once like a palette swap yeah i would play something maybe a little bit heavy like edith finch and then have like overwatch something that's light and fun on the side that all changed when this podcast came around <laughs> because we're, we're on a cycle here and <laughs> I'm in, enjoying the, um, the mental struggle of trying to fit so many games in uh, in such a short period of time. So I would say that there is, there is nothing physically that I'm doing to try and fix that, but mentally I'm just trying to not feel overwhelmed. Um, I knew I was going to play a few hours of Star Wars last night, but I'm still going to go back to Death Stranding and just kind of finish that out as kind of my heavier game. And then my light game on the side will be Pokemon. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to try to balance out like that. Once I'm done with one of those games, (laughs) I will then move on to Star Wars. So that's not a bad way to go about it. I don't balance my own schedule like this. <laughs> I don't even balance my eating schedule <laughs> like this. You can tell by my tasty topics, which are all real life experiences. They are. Um, <laughs> it's crazy to me that uh, I will put more time into my, my gaming schedule <laughs> than my actual schedule in life. But hey, priorities. That's what it's all about. That's it, what it, it's all about. It's true. It's very much so. Uh, how about you, Joe? Um, I'm kind of, I was kind of a lot like Troy. I would pick a game and if it was a little bit something that was far more in depth or you would have to spend a lot of time on it i would spend half the week playing that game and then i would put another like a deep decompression hours into like dr mario or some some game that is i truly a mindless game i could spend playing four hours where all i'm doing is decompressing Uh, i used to do that a lot more i don't get to play dr mario almost at all anymore (laughs) i don't have time like it, it also partially because um, podcasting, uh, we have a show that we're putting on. We're here at the convention. It's a lot of like all that kind of stuff just gets in the way of having a little bit of extra time to play Dr. Mario. And that used to really be my decom. I think I put like 300 something hours in Dr. Mario oh, at, at this least. point. So yeah, if anyone sees my Nintendo Switch online thing, it's like, you've played how many hours? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and before that, it was Breath of the Wild. Yes. You have over 400 hours in Breath yeah. of the Wild. I would Yikes just run around. I bikes. didn't. This is before the Quark mask was out. And okay. I was really working Ugh. hard at getting all those seeds. Wow. So I would spend hours just in certain areas just because I'd just be looking at every little thing, trying to see if there's a rock somewhere. In the <laughs> like Really ridiculous. And then they put that mask out and it was a lot easier. <laughs> but ultimately, I, I used to do that. And now I think I, I don't even finish half the games I start anymore because mm-hmm. I, I get bored. Like if, yeah. if, if I spend 10 hours in a game and I'm not really enjoying myself, I just stop playing that game. Yeah. And then I find my little brother and I go, do you want to play this game? And I give him that game. <laughs> like, right. I think I, I talked about it with Lewis a really long time ago. And he was one of the first people I think I ever met that would play games like I did. I've put two hours into a $60 game and be like, I hate this. I'm not yeah. playing it. Like, yeah. I, I, I really like and, and he was the only other person I ever met that was like, I'm not going to spend $10 on a game I'm not going to play for two hours. And I was like, what do you? What do you mean? I've, I've spent so much money on games I didn't want to play. You should have standards. Are you saying we should have standards? I don't have standards. Oh, no. But, but you, I, I do like that, the way that you say that, though, because it's, it's like the, the sunk cost, you know, yeah. thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, I've already put, you know, $80 in this. You know, I might as well put another $40 into it. It's like, no, cut your losses. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you don't like it, yeah, you spent 60 bucks on it. But at least you're not also 
wasting the only thing you can't get back, which is time. Right. So you might as well put that into something that you want to play. Oh, yeah. I feel like you're better off than I am because you buy physical games. So if you wanted to, you could trade it yeah, in or sell I try it. To get I, it. Uh-huh. I buy digital games. So it's just like, oh, well, if I don't play brutal. it, then that's just like, it's just well, I haven't. Yeah, yeah. I can't do anything. I, I'm a massive fan of the hold the cartridge thing. Yeah. And, but it's also because I have a little brother and a little sister that I've always just, I'm done with this here. Do you want this game? <laughs> yeah. Or half the time I'd be like, I played this for three hours. It's terrible. Take it. <laughs> <laughs> My little brother's ended up with a lot of games to trade in that way. Yeah, that's true. Yes. <laughs> he really has. Every time he tells me like, yeah, I wouldn't trade it all this. I'm like, what the heck, man? I, Those are mine. <laughs> I could have traded this. <laughs> Uh, the, the way I go about it is kind of like Troy as well. Like I, I used to try to just do one game at a time because I, I found myself, I've, I've noticed this about myself that as soon as I take a game out of the tray of my PS4, that's not going back in. Really? <laughs> I'm just, I don't know if it's laziness. Yeah, it's I don't know if it's, I know how I am. So I don't want to continuously swap out discs. This is why you buy digital. And so uh, that's where I was going as well. <laughs> so so I do like buying physical games. I like right. having them on my own. But I do find myself like with um, like the Destinies and the Overwatches where if I have it digitally, I will switch to them. Mm-hmm. Whereas before I wouldn't just because of like, I don't want to get at them. You know, it's, yeah. it's two it's... o'clock in the morning. I don't want to get out of my couch. Right. You know? <laughs> but I do want to play a different game. So, oh, hey, look, I can just play destiny or i can just play overwatch mm-hmm. and and so that's how it's been for a little while and then this podcast started yeah. and so I, <laughs> I i found myself like all right well i i do like playing games for weeks at a time but i also want to talk about something else on this podcast ah. so so I, I would find myself like all right well i've you know i've talked about you know whatever no man's sky for three weeks in a row i'm still enjoying myself uh but i do like decompressing with no man's sky so i'll play something else beforehand to maybe get myself maybe a little bit riled up, but then I can always just go back to No Man's Sky. Or at this point, it's it's actually I don't, right now it's just going to Disney Plus because uh, <laughs> uh, I don't have a game I'm playing right now where I can just deliver packages without any ghosts bothering me. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's how, that's how I find myself doing it. I like to play like one game at a time, okay. and then but because of this podcast, like all right, let me let me sprinkle something else in there. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so yeah, I think just gonna get through it little by little, and then especially if there's a new release coming out though, and I do want to finish a game, I will do my best to finish that game before right. that new release comes out, mm-hmm. and usually it works out. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I do. And then Amanda, what are you about? What about you? I usually, um, I usually play three games simultaneously. As I have like what I consider like a me game, so whatever I want to be playing at the time, which is usually like a solo game, like an RPG, like a Harvest Moon or something. Um, I have a multiplayer game, which is the game that I'm playing with my friends, which uh, you know I don't always play, but when people want to get on and play together, I have the one that I'll I'll pick up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have a mobile game, which is like if I'm not home, what am I playing? And sometimes that's the Switch, and sometimes that's my my iPhone. So I kind of rotate between the three of those, and that usually gives me a pretty good balance for the podcast is if my me game is something that I've played for three weeks then usually I have a different multiplayer aspect of the game I'm playing even if the game is the same or I haven't or I've had a new mobile game and it's easy to pick up a new mobile game if I'm like oh you know I've played this for for four weeks and mm-hmm. I don't have anything to talk about um but I'm I'm a little like Joe in that if something's on my backlog for too long I'm just not going back it's a horrible <laughs> waste of money but um there are so many new and exciting things to 
to um, to play that's hard to be like, I'm going to go back and play that last 10 hours of this game that's kind of lost the luster for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I should get better about that. I feel really bad about it. But also at the same time, like, I... I'm enjoying the new things that I'm playing. Mm-hmm. Um, and and and, tr- and the sandwich system works really well for that, actually. It's like, I paid $60 for this. That's like, you know, like like four sandwiches. Like, did I get four sandwiches out of this? Yeah, I played, I played four mm-hmm. sandwiches worth. I don't have to always get to like the finite final ending mm-hmm. um, in order to feel like I was validated for that. Those are some um, expensive sandwiches. Four sandwiches for $60. Yeah. yeah, maybe they're like the best sandwiches ever, though. Man. You need to up your sandwich I game. Do. Yeah. I only like like ham and cheese though. Oh, like, see, those are just uh, cheap uh, sandwiches. I'm talking about someone making me a sandwich. I'm not talking about like I went to the store and bought bread and cheese because you know you can make some sandwiches. I'm talking like I went, I ordered the sandwich, they made it, it came with chips, it's got a drink, you know, like my, uh, okay, my the, sandwich is like a, a the entire experience. experience. Yeah. I got you, I got you. They got a pickle, they got a toothpick through the top. Oh, pickle yeah. gross. Yeah. Good sandwich. Uh, I should also uh, uh, backlog preface this entire conversation by saying these are all whole, lovely problems to have. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. God, yeah. This is a, a lovely thing that we have too many games to play. Yes. Correct. I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah. And and we are also financially secure enough so that we can yes. purchase yeah. games. Yes. Oh. If, if this was back in the time where, when I, right. I could only buy one game, well, I, that is the game I'm going to be playing. <laughs> we, it we doesn't also, matter how terrible it is. <laughs> we also trade games. We don't buy everything. Yeah. We, we, we trade amongst ourselves. We also have Apple Arcade, which is just like a huge collection of games mm-hmm. we have ac- uh, access to. We also have like some places that give us free games simultaneously, uh, uh, periodically, like the PlayStation mm-hmm. subscription or Steam has you know discounts and stuff. So. Yeah, and it's also the best time to be playing games as well because even yeah. though a lot of mobile games are free to play and they, they kind of suck money from you, you still have a, an option to play games for free. Yeah. You know? And and so I think that's just uh, awesome, you know. And, and you have your Fortnites as well that are completely right. free. I mean, you do need a computer and, and internet, but even then, it's a, such a low bar. In you order can play to, Fortnite on your phone. Yeah, you can play Fortnite on your phone, exactly. So I think it's just an awesome time to be playing games. <laughs> Agreed. Especially if you're low on funds. It's a great time. Yeah. <laughs> so you won't get that newest costume. That's fine. You can still kill people with that newest costume. <laughs> if you're low on funds, you need to be friends with Joe. <laughs> yeah, just stand near me when I'm tired of playing something. I'm like, here, do you want to play it? I just hand it to whoever's near me. It's true. John has played so many games, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so th- and I'm thankful. Oh, I'm so thankful someone's finishing that game. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So I like that topic. Good topic. Awesome. Yeah, thank you, Troy. It's topical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, uh, now that brings us to our very last uh, thing that we do every single, you know, episode. Do, 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 do. It's the dragon of the week. It's what you seek. Ooh. It's the dragon of the week. Uh-huh. No, it's not meek. Dragon of the week. Dragon of the week. And we have a very special Dragon of the Week this week. Usually it is a person uh, that is in the games industry that we'll highlight and talk about. But because we're at this convention, we wanted to uh, spruce up our Dragon of the Week and make it a little more diverse by talking about conventions. Um, we have gone to conventions uh, for um, 13, 15, 20 years. Too many years. Too many years. And being at one right now has really kind of made us reflect on on conventions uh, and what it means to us. Uh, we are currently at Anime EY Convention, which is an anime main-themed convention, but also incorporates a lot of different game elements, a lot of different uh, movie elements, and a lot of comic book elements. And so, yeah, so we just wanted to spit some game about conventions. 
Now, yeah. uh, originally conventions were um, made a very long time ago. They used to call them meetings. <laughs> <laughs> now those are just boring at work. I know, right? But that's the thing. Conventions started as business conventions where people of like-minded uh, business ventures would get together to make contacts, to spread uh, different ideas, and then be, be able to uh, make new connections to further their businesses. And then someone wisened up in the nerd world and was like, I just want to talk about Star Trek to somebody. But no one's around me that starts about talk about Star Trek. Hey, you want to meet up? Hey, you want to meet up? Hey, you want to meet up? Before you know it, here you have a bunch of people together. Uh, they're able to be like-minded and uh, find a group to uh, be like-minded with. And that has always been an amazing thing about conventions uh, to me. Yeah. And this is before cosplay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and even back then, like if you look at pictures back from like the first couple of Star, uh, Star Trek conventions... There were people dressing up. That's right. Oh, yeah. It was just one of those like, oh, this is just a cool thing to do. I really love this thing so much. I want to dress up like it. And it was so hard to iterate your passion for something, especially if it was something that was a little off. It wasn't a sports team or mm -hmm. it wasn't a boxer or something. Uh, to be able to go someplace and dress up like uh, like like the captain or something, you know, it was it, like Picard. It was really cool yeah. uh, to be able to express yourself. Yeah, that was like wearing your team jersey. Yeah. Like, you know, this yeah. is my favorite team. I yeah. love Picard. Oh, yeah. you're a Spock person. All right, that's fine. I guess everybody's wrong every now and then. <laughs> you, know? and then you, you know, you have a little fun with it and, and, and you meet people. Yeah. So uh, one of my favorite convention memories is uh, one of the first conventions I went to in 2007. Um, I, uh, went there, saw a show, we were in a show doing our 3000 brigade thing. And then afterwards I was just walking around looking at things. And then I found the video game dedicated room. And this is back when I just played video games by myself. Maybe one or two other people I knew were into it. But as far as like how deep I enjoyed video games, I didn't really have anyone to connect to on that. And then I walked and I saw this room of everyone just playing Smash Brothers and GoldenEye and, and other various multiplayer games. And I was like, wait, you all are in here playing this? You know, Guitar Hero. And I walked in and it, no one like looked at me or it wasn't weird. It was just like, hey, come in and just play some games and talk to people and shared interests. And I felt such a good sense of belonging uh, just from that moment of getting to walk into a room where all this is about is gaming. It's mm -hmm. not ancillary. It's not you're doing something and gaming. Like the focus was gaming. I had never done that before. Um, besides like an arcade. But yeah. you don't really talk to people that much in arcades. Yeah. yeah even in the multiplayer is yeah. not as much there. Yeah. Even if you're playing a multiplayer game, you're really talking to the other person. Especially back then, no. yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. no, not really. So, uh, yeah. So conventions have a near and dear place in my heart because it gave me that acceptance that I, I didn't know I was looking for, but greatly appreciated to, to have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Any, uh, any convention memories for you, Joe? Oh, there's too many. <laughs> there's too many. I, I, in emphasizing just video games, aside from obvious, the three thousand brigade shows. Mm -hmm. um, I used to love going to AWA. Uh, mm, I yes. I was real hard into Naruto. What's Gekki. AWA? Anime Weekend Atlanta. Atlanta. And all my friends, we would all rent a van and or, you know have separate cars, and we would all go up and we would stay at a hotel really close to the convention center. And I loved going into the game room because it was very like-minded with smash brothers i yeah. loved seeing people's face smash but i was hard into like get your ninja tyson for naruto Ooh. like i was i was i about remember those that Joe's Japanese <laughs> that's like the the 2d fighter yes. street yeah that yeah, game's the, hard when oh, you're playing against joe and, yes, and, and, and i'm all right at it i'm all right at it. um but our whole crew we would play in the store after hours and then we would play when we got home and we would play this game so much and i used to love walking into places 
and sitting down and having somebody like, oh, do you know how to use a controller? They're like, yeah, I think I know how to use a controller. Do you want to pick the character I'm going to be? And like, you know, the people will be like, ha ha. I'm like, no, seriously, you can pick whatever character you want. <laughs> <laughs> if it started off with, do I know the controller? You pick a character and I'll show you if I know this controller. Or not. <laughs> it was really fun. And if that isn't what happened, I could sit down, I could watch the people. And I mean, I was never a tournament player. I yeah. am, I do not have the bloodlust for that. Right. But it was awesome watching people who right. were amazing. Yeah. Like I could never imagine doing the things it did. And Smash Brothers was the same way. I was watching people play Smash that I couldn't imagine. I don't even know how they figured out to do what they do. <laughs> and it was so cool. And it was one of those like, even if I went home and practiced for 100 hours, I would never be able to be as, as fast as that person or right. as cool. And it was just great to see everybody getting like so hyped up. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like and being at home with your friends is one thing. Playing by yourself is another being in a room with people you don't even know, but they are just as passionate as you are. It was it was like magic almost, and it was kind of like you you have a sense of belonging, and it's so I, I, I really love, love conventions for that. You right just on. you feel right at home. Yeah. 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 Nice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, mine's also uh, AWA Anime Weekend Atlanta, mm-hmm. and that's because before then I really didn't go to conventions all that often. Mm-hmm. Um, I just. I knew of them. I, I, you know, I've, I've, I've heard of them. I know my friends were going to them. Uh, I just never really paid much mind to it. Yeah. I think the, the, the convention I went to before that was like uh, the Tate's run ones at uh, at War Memorial Stadium, and that was just oh, like yeah. seller like dealer con. Okay, they yeah. had no like. It was game more the the business aspect of conventions. Yeah, versus yeah it was the social. Like, yeah, it was like, oh, I can go in here. I can buy movies seven and eight of Dragon Ball Z uh, <laughs> on VHS. I mean, yeah. granted, Pop. it's yeah, granted, it's uh, bootleg, but it's fine, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and so and so that's what I used to do, and I would only go to those. So when I went to when I went to AWA for the first time. And we're all walking around and I'm like, wow, this is a lot of people. Yeah. Like back then, even back then, this was, you know, 10 years ago, there was what, like 20,000 people that yeah, used to go they to were, AWA? Yeah, 15 plus easy. Yeah. And, yeah. and so, and it was a four day con as well. Mm-hmm. And so, and so I just walk around going, this again, this is just a lot of people. And then one of the nights we were walking around and one of the video rooms would just show, um, uh, music videos, anime music oh, videos. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and so, but that's what it was during the day. Then at night, one of the nights, it turned into an old, like classic video games, but it was still really? on the giant projectors. That's sweet. So you have people playing like Pac-Man on like, um, like probably like a three hundred foot screen. <laughs> and so it was like, this is, um, and then like the place is impact yeah. in, inside of there, but you can definitely see like. People are looking at it, going, "Wow, that guy's really good. This is awesome!" It's, and then yeah. and there's all these different screens that are going off, and all they are just classic video games. It's like, so validating awesome. to 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 have a passion for something that you think should be on like a big screen, uh-huh. and then to go someplace and then see it on a big screen to know like, "Oh, someone else feels that way too." Yeah, it, it's really special. Yeah, and I didn't even know what was going on. We just happened to walk past. It. I was like, and we were just walking past it, and I like did like one of those like. You know, one of those movie double takes, like, huh? <laughs> like, backed up. And I was like, is that a giant Pac-Man? And like, like walking in there going, there's a, a giant Galaga. This place is awesome. <laughs> Let's hang out. I'm going to hang out in here for at least an hour or two. <laughs> so, yeah, that, and, and, and that's what it was. It was like, wow, there's this many people that, that are into this yeah. and want to, you know, and it's big enough to put on a 300 foot screen, you right. know, projector, you right. know. Right. It's, it was awesome. It was awesome. Uh, and then Manda. 
I, I have to say one of my favorite things is kind of um I, I like I enjoy cosplay and I enjoy seeing people in costume. I think there's something amazing about going into a room and seeing people like embody their favorite character. Um, but one of my favorite parts of cosplay is when the people are around you are, are willing to kind of play with you, which is kind of one of the like we talked about acceptance and about how conventions are all about acceptance. And I feel like that they, they kind of bring people to a new level where you'll be able to have like a back and forth that you wouldn't or normally be able to have. Mm -hmm. uh, one of my favorite things that we ever did was um, we dressed up as Gundam mechanics. Oh my so God. That was the best. <laughs> instead of being characters from an anime, instead of being dressing up as Gundams, we just dressed up as the people that you never see that obviously fix the, the, the Gundams. It was um, great. Which if you don't know what Gundams are, like giant uh, robots, the people fly, fly fly through space yeah uh and just all weekend we just uh jumped into like these characters that are just like do you need <laughs> us to we went up to people in robot costumes and they're like oh my elbow is a little like a little, a little tight can you loosen me up and we had like tools and stuff and we, <laughs> we messed with them or we had a friend who was cat calling but he was cat calling in the most supportive way it was just like i'll take your mom to dinner do you need someone to feed your cat <laughs> i'll be there for you emotionally <laughs> yeah, i have a 401k <laughs> like, it was the best it was the best but just being surrounded by people who weren't just like interested in playing with you but we're just absolutely there for that type of interaction to be silly and to be fun and to just be like uh unapologetically yourself is is kind of something really wonderful yeah, yeah. and that, that was pretty awesome as well because <laughs> you know we're not we're not characters from anything so it's not like you can look at us and go oh i know exactly what that is but we did have like somebody who had like a giant wrench like, like we, oh, huge. we yeah. made this he, he like, like this like what that thing was like four feet yeah, long yeah about a four yeah. foot long wrench and so people would be seeing this you know walking up going what what is that and then they would see our jumpsuits that we're wearing and it has not in very big letters but it says you know gun to mechanic i'm like oh i get it, I get I get it. it now get that's it. pretty great <laughs> And there was, it was what, like eight of us, 10 yeah, of us, something like that? Yeah, there like 10 of us, I think, that did it. Yeah. It was just a ridiculous thing. I don't even remember who, who came up with it. It was like, we can do that. <laughs> like, we can, that's we can comfortable totally and funny. I'll yeah. go get all the, the jumpsuits and we'll, we'll sit here one day and we'll paint the things on the back of them. And <laughs> I think we all did that in the course of like a week, too. I really don't feel like we, we thought about <laughs> no, that we through didn't. very much. <laughs> and yeah, that was, yeah, it's a great interaction. And that's what I think conventions are all about. It's about interacting with your favorite nerd thing. with. Yeah fellow nerds right you know i mean we can have a mini convention every week with this podcast <gasps> oh, with ooh. each other and, and you at home that's or right in your car or on a treadmill i don't know where you listen to this yeah <laughs> through your headphones so, oh there you go in the, your ears this is a shout out to conventions but also to people who run conventions and for people yeah. who work for conventions Thank and you. people who go to conventions so. yeah. you are all our dragons yeah of this week because you have made us feel included mm -hmm. in in this grand venture that is life yeah you know wow Whoa, put that on a poster, man. <laughs> put that on my ceiling. Wake up. So wake up and be like, yeah, he gets it. Yeah, that's it. So, so yeah, thank you to conventions. Our, right uh, our dragon of the week. Our dragon of the week. So. <laughs> uh, and uh, that brings us to the end of this week's episode. And uh, as always... We record live upstairs inside Takes Comics, but not today. Nope, nope. <laughs> today, we're recording live upstairs in a hotel room. Yep. <laughs> At Anime EY. At Anime EY. <laughs> yep. Still powered by our friends at 3000 Brigade. What? 
who had an amazing show, I'm sure, last night <laughs> on the main they stage. Knocked it out of the park. I'm sure they Best did. Best one yet. They broke all the legs. I mm-hmm. hope not. Oh, no. <laughs> that's why we're all sitting, is that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's <laughs> um, But yeah, uh, as always, you can find us online. That's right. Check us out, uh, check us out on Twitter at Taste of Dragons. Uh, for week-to-week, day-to-day updates on what's going on in the industry uh, world and also on Instagram at Taste of Dragons as well for fun features throughout the week where we rank some video game dragons and look back at gaming history. It's like uh, extra content just for free, just out there. Go, Go listen, go watch, go see. Yeah, you guys put a lot of work into that, and we appreciate that. It's true. Like, comment, and subscribe. That's right. Isn't it like, comment, and obey? <laughs> yeah. Ooh, Borderlands reference. Yeah. Very nice. Wait, like, subscribe, obey? No, I think like, subscribe, yeah. obey, yeah. It's close enough. It's close Obey's enough. at the end. That's all Obey's we need. Do it. <laughs> uh, AJ, if you could fat check us. Fact check us. Ah. Man, you just made fun of AJ in front of everyone. <laughs> I did not. Oh. <laughs> Don't she put didn't. that on me. She totally did. Fact check. I think you said it again. Yeah, you did. What? Did I really? Fact yeah. Fact? Don't worry. We'll, we'll, we'll fix it. We'll fix it. We'll fix it. We'll fix it. We're not fixing that. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, my name is Brian. I'm Joe. I'm Amanda. And I'm Troy. And we are the, the, the Taste, Taste of Dragons. Dragons. Have a great week, everyone. Bye.